is killer reality so i was jamming out to our intro music there Um, Uh uh-huh but i have heard that some people can't hear it what is the deal that is so weird okay first of all full disclosure i'm dumb Um, (laughs) so i cannot um just no don't don't ask me because i have no answer for you other than everything that i am supposed to click is clicked and some people can hear it and some people can't. So if you were in the camp of you can't hear it, I would suggest buying some Q-tips. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I, I don't know. I don't have any answers for you because, again, um, I'm dumb. Yeah, so, and it is weird that some can hear it and some can't. That's very strange. Right. And then when uh, I replay it, uh, if we don't hear it, then I sit here and cuss at the uh, uh, editing room and uh cry a little and then it magically reappears and then we go yeah Um, i just gotta love technology yeah uh, normally i'm okay although i do have to say i'm struggling in stardew valley on the (laughs) nintendo switch (laughs) i accidentally uh deleted my axe and then um i can't i can't build um a crate to put my wood in and apparently i've been selling it to the mayor and not even knowing oh well hey i just at least you're not giving it away uh well i didn't know what i was doing my daughter had to tell me <laughs> i was like oh and she's like you silly goose <laughs> you silly goose <laughs> you silly goose <laughs> so all right speaking of silly gooses um we're gonna wrap up albert fish who is not a silly goose. <laughs> He's not. He is ill. He's a sicko. Oh, yeah. Show. Definitely. Oh, show. Um, so anyway, this is not going to take long, you guys. So if you were looking for a long, in-depth ending to the story, this is not it. Because the first part was pretty long. Um, also, I did want to bring your attention to another true crime I just found out about, and I was furiously Google- Googling it earlier um, because it seems so interesting, but there's not a lot of information, and I'm actually going to have to find the court documents. Um, but apparently, some lady was driving along this bridge and thought she saw roadkill, and it turns out this decapitated woman was hanging from this bridge. What? Where was this? Indiana in 2020. So they figure out that it's actually a person. The police show up. Anyway, long story short, um, a couple days earlier, they'd had a report from a husband, of course, of a missing woman who said she just got in a car, left her keys and her purse and drove off with this guy. Well, we all know if your keys and your purse are there and you just get in a car and drive off with a guy, you're probably dead. Because you didn't drive off with a guy. That's just a made-up story. Mm -hmm. So anyway, long story short, they found her head in his cellar. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah. And there was a whole blood trail and there was footprints. So he was super sloppy about it. Um, but the gist of it is um, he got 50 years in prison and that's literally all the information I could find. I never, like, I don't recall ever hearing anything about this. I didn't either. But when you scroll some uh, shit on TikTok and it appears, you're like, what? TikTok? What? So scary. Yeah. So anyway, this guy literally flipped his wife over the bridge, her body hanging there while her head was still in his house. Ugh. And they had children and they were only 44. Jesus. Oh, Only my 44. God. Yep. Awful. Awful, yep. awful, awful. Um, definitely not the caliber of the true crime stuff we talk about, but I'm assuming you heard locally where that attempted kidnapping happened out in the sticks in our little area where the person hid in the woods and did a little roadblock and... Oh, yeah, and tried to put the bag over her yeah. head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scary stuff going on out in the world, people. Mm-hmm. I read that and I was like... Okay, well, you have two options. Probably when I'm in the mode and I'm trying to go to work, um, I'm getting out of the car with my gun. So if you're going to try to kidnap me, bring it. Right. Because I'm going to shoot you. And we're going to fight. You better believe that too. I'm going to get your DNA. (laughs) I'm going to bite you. If you have balls, I'm going to try to do something with those. I just, you're. You're not going to go away unscathed. Let's just put not it even that way. a little bit. Because if you're <clears> going to kill me, out there. I'm going to make you work for it. Kind of like mm-hmm. our Irish guy we talked about. Yes. yes. Yeah. It's just crazy out there. I don't. The world is madness. Well, what's scary is I had to tell my daughter because she was working um, an overnight shift um, last night. So I woke up at like two in the morning. I text her. I'm like, "Are you still alive?" Aww. She's like, "Yes." Like, what are you talking about right now? I'm like, are you okay? She's like, go to sleep. I'm fine. Right. Like, I'm just, I'm doing my due diligence. Shit, I don't blame you, especially, it's scary. And then having children out there, like, I do not envy you people that have kids, not even a little bit. Well, I'm just thankful that mine, excuse me, are adults at this point. I mean, it doesn't stop anyone from doing anything to them, but at least I have taught them from a young age because I've been watching true crime Shit, I was reading stuff about Charles Manson, Manson when I was 12. Mm-hmm. So I've <clears throat> been around serial killers, true crime, that whole thing my whole entire life. And so I told my kids as they were growing up, if somebody's going to take you, you need to fight. I need all their DNA under your fingernails. I need bite marks. Um, fight like there's no tomorrow because they're probably not going to be a tomorrow. I mean, I was Mm -hmm. just very upfront. I didn't try to paint it with rose-colored glasses or anything. If they get you, it's unlikely you're going to be getting away. Oh, that just gave me chills just hearing it. Like, yeah, Yeah. I couldn't have kids. And it was a hard conversation, but I had to have them understand that you you just can't willingly go. Like, my dumb ass tried to walk away with somebody in a park when I had heat stroke when I was young. (laughs) And I got (laughs) saved by my stepbrother and stepsister, who I hated hated but they saved you yeah only so they can torture me fuckers mm. well, so it's to their benefit <laughs> yeah and so i survived bitches now what suckers now what? suck it anyway um so yeah i had heat stroke probably not full-on heat stroke but anyway i was sitting under this big oak tree basically 
in this park and this lady comes out nowhere. Oh, you look really hot. Do you want to walk up to the diner with me and I'll get you some water? I'm like, yeah, actually, that sounds cool. And so while we were walking down the street, there was a whole group of kids behind screaming my name. So they very well could have saved your life. They very well could have. And I was young and dumb. And even though everybody had given me all the don't go with strangers, don't do this, don't do that. Well, I still did it anyway. <laughs> you little rebel, you. <laughs> I am actually a good girl. Okay. Anyways, let's Anyways. move on to true crime now. All right. Now that Kim's done with her fairy tales. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Catholic school, okay? Uh-huh. Yeah. That. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh-huh. We're all good in Catholic okay. school. Okay. <laughs> good at being bad. Maybe. Definitely. Uh, I did not go to Catholic school in high school. So just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Shit got real in high school. Okay. But All that's right. a whole other story for a different day. All right. So we left off where Albert was getting arrested. And I can just picture this in that 1930s, 40s uh, New York accent with a cop grabbing him. I've got you now. Right. right? So, um, once he was arrested, uh, he didn't deny killing Grace at all. In fact, he stated his intent was to kill her brother, Edward, and not Grace. He also stated that he had been overcome by his bloodthirst, his need to kill. And this is what led him to Edward. He wanted to restrain him and cut off his penis. Jesus. Because we have that obsession. <clears throat> yeah. He went so far as to purchase a saw a cleaver and a knife, wrapped them up and then hid him, hid them while he paid his first visit to the Bud home. And once he saw Edward and his friend, he was convinced that he could overpower the two, which cracks me up because if Edward and his friend were these buff, well-built dudes and you're a scraggly ass old man, what makes you think that you were going to be able to do that? Right. I was going to say he was not, yeah, he's not, some big macho man. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Uh, but then Grace walked in and the minute he saw her, he knew it was she he was going to kill. Disgusting. Um, <clears throat> I know. So he described how excited Grace was to be out and traveling, going to this fake party that wasn't happening. Albert admitted that he was so wrapped up in his plan to kill her when they went to exit the train. He left all his tools that he had originally hidden for Edward um, then picked up on the way to the train and Grace saw that he left his package behind and reminded him to grab it. Oh, sweet little girl. Right. She's so good and so polite that she's like, oh, don't forget that. Yeah. Little did she know. Poor baby. So, uh, he found, and I believe we already went over this, but he found an abandoned building. And while Grace was outside picking flowers, he went upstairs, stripped down and waited uh, she finds him naked, screams, and tried to get away, but he grabs her, chokes her to death. He then propped her head up on a paint can, decapitated her, and the can caught most of the blood. <sighs> yeah. He tossed the bucket into the front yard and then came back and addressed her headless body. He cut her in two, and then he took parts of her home, wrapped in newspaper, and retu returned a few days later and threw the rest of her over a stone wall in the back along with his tools. Like, I literally want to vomit right now. Yeah, it's so bad. The detective asked, why did you do it? And he said, you know, 
I can't account for it. Very matter-of-factly. Mm-hmm. When asked why he wrote the letter to the buds, he says, I don't know why. I just have a mania for writing. <clears throat> yeah. The police did go to the location. He stated he disposed of Grace with him. And indeed, they did find her remains. So Awful. he was not making that up. Um, Albert's trial for the murder of Grace commenced on March 11th, 1935. The trial lasted for 10 days and he pled insanity, claim, uh, claiming that the voices from God were telling him to kill children. Uh, there were actually several psychiatrists that testified about his fetishes, but they all disagreed on whether or not this meant he was insane or not. Uh, his defense brought a psychiatrist named Frederick Wordham. He stated that Fish was insane, um, but Wordham wasn't just any psychiatrist. He was an expert in child development and had been testifying for the New York criminal courts for many years. Mm -hmm. Another witness for the defense was 17-year-old Mary Nicholas, his stepdaughter. She testified that Albert taught her and her siblings a game that had some aspects of uh, macaque. <laughs> so I can't talk. Uh, like the Sado Mac, I can't say it. Come on. Macaism. Okay. Okay. That works. <laughs> and um, she says the molestation aspects to it, but they really couldn't prove there was any molestation there. Um, none of the other kids actually said anything about him touching them inappropriately. Um, so hearing this, the jury found him to be sane and then guilty. And then the judge sentenced him to death. So after sentencing, he confessed to kill Francis McDonald. He was also suspected of being the Brooklyn vampire and killing Yetta Abramowitz as she was 12. She was found strangled and beaten on the roof of, a, of an apartment building. She died later that day. Uh, she was found at the hospital. And the description of the perp was a tall, slim, young man that tried to lure about 20 young people into dark hallways and alleys. It is so creepy. Mm -hmm. He is also suspected in the death of 16-year-old Mar Mary Ellen O'Connor. Her mutilated body was found in the woods near a home Albert was painting. Um, and he was also suspected in the death of Benjamin Collins, age 17. There's really not much info on him. And if you don't mind me for a split second... Um, I have a little bit more. So basically the jurors, um, of course found him guilty. He was sentenced. Um, here is the description, um, of an observer from the court. Um, after the judge sentenced him to death, um, Albert was sent back to Sing Sing. And then less, less than a year after his trial and several failed attempts of clemency, and his verdict being overturned, Albert Fish was strapped to an electric chair on January 16th, 1936. Wait, and he, hold on a second. Huh? What day? Yeah, I know. <laughs> My happy birthday, y'all. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. To, except I was not born in 1936. My I hope not. My mother was not even alive in 1936. And even if she was, you better not say so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. So um, this is what the observer said. At the sight of the electric chair, Fish did not quail. 
as even the hardest men often did, though he did not seem like someone who was looking forward to the supreme thrill of his life either. Hands clasped in prayer, he lowered himself into the chair and allowed the straps to be adjusted around his arms, legs, and torso. His face looked very pale in the instant before Robert Elliott, the gaunt gray hair executioner, slipped the black death mask over it. The leather cap with its electrode was fitted to the old man's close-shaven head. After fastening the chin strap, Elliot stopped to secure the second electrode to Fish's right leg beneath the trouser slit. Then he stepped to the control panel. Part of the legend surrounding the demise of the real-life model for Hannibal Lecter happened at the moment of his death. The needles that were part of his body were claimed to have short-circuited the first effort to end his life. But uh, somebody disputes that. That was there. They're like, yeah, that didn't happen. I forgot about the needles for a second. Mm -hmm. Afterward, stories circulated that the needles in the old man's body had produced a burst of blue sparks when the electricity was activated. But this was (laughs) simply a part of the folklore that grew up around fish in the following years. There was no pyrotechnics in his crotch. I'm sorry. Like, I know this is not a funny matter whatsoever, but that is the first thing that came to mind, knowing where he stuck the needles and it's sparking or whatever. I'm like, that would be quite the sight to see. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Fish died like other men. And then by 1109 p.m. on January 16th, Fish was dead. So on a side note, the fictional character of Hannibal Lecter is based loosely on a composite of several killers, Albert Fish being one of them. Okay. Of course, never knew that. Yeah. He also had several nicknames, the Gray Man, the Werewolf of Wisteria, the Brooklyn Vampire, the Moon Maniac, and of course, the Boogeyman, which is what one of the little kids called him. I can only imagine like the epitome of Boogeyman to a child. Mm-hmm. lurking in dark hallways or alleyways or whatever. Come on. Yeah. So um, the doctors that thought he was insane. So of the doctors, there were seven of them. Three doctors thought that he was insane. Four thought him to be sane. Um, one of the doctors was the head of the mental hospital that Albert spent time in. Um, he actually deemed him sane and harmless. Oh, harmless? Uh-huh. Um, so there was no question about him killing people. He admitted to it, but we uh-huh. consider this harmless. Yep. And they say that his, he had some kind of dementia that was uh, called lead colic, a common dementia with house painters. Hmm. Well, it doesn't make me feel any differently. So now here's a super shitty part about the trial, too. <laughs> Um, the prosecution, the DA. Now, remember, the Bud family was in the court during mm-hmm. this. The DA brought in a box of Grace's remains and took out her skull and held it up for everyone to look at, including uh, her family. Uh, I can't even, cannot. Mm-hmm. Ca- I don't have kids and I still can't even imagine it. Could you imagine being those parents no. for that family? Like, that is. To me, I that's would absurd. lose my shit if someone held up my child's skull. Yeah, I can't even imagine what that had to feel like. Yeah. So uh, the good doctor, word him, um, felt that he also, uh, Albert, also had a religious psychosis, um, part of his insanity. 
Um, he had mental illness running through his family. Um, children, re- the children that um, were in the house that he was teaching these games with like the paddle and the nails. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason Wordham thought he had a religious psychosis is because when he would get paddled with this, blood would be dripping and he would ha- uh, stand with his arms out to his side and literally say, I am Christ. Right. So that literally is um, Albert Fish's story. Albert Fish is disgusting. I feel, and we've talked about a lot of gross people. Like, who was the one guy? Chikatilo. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, he was weird. He was awful. And yeah, and but then here comes Mr. Fish, and it's like he's trying to. I I have no words, and I just my heart breaks for the kids, the poor kids. Like it's so sad. What a horrible, scary way to die. Right. Mm-hmm. Unlike uh, that dad, did you hear of just the other day killed his uh, wife and then threw his two-year-old into the swamp and, and the found- alligator? Yep. Mm-hmm. I did. I just well, like and people, even here locally, just leave your though, wife exactly. And even locally here, there was the one recently where the boyfriend, who mind you, was out on bail for murder in a different state. He's here in our area, and he ended up killing his ex-girlfriend and her daughter and just throwing them down like a ditch way. That's horrible. It is disgusting. Like, I do not understand. I just don't get people. People become obsessed or whatever it is, and it's just it's not okay. And for this individual that was out on bond, bail, whatever you want to call it, for committing a murder in another state, like, this isn't okay. No, not at all. Not at all. So there you have it. Uh, That was our ending to Albert Fish, who met his um, maker for the things that he did. Which was absolutely deserved. He deserved every current of electricity that ran through his sick and twisted body. And I really hope it did spark those needles and inflict more pain. (laughs) Right. A little more torture. He definitely deserved it. Absolutely. After everything that he did, sick bitch. And you notice how they didn't waste time back in the day? No, they sure didn't. It's like, let's get this done and taken care of. Especially, I I get due process, right? I understand these days things are a little bit different. But he admitted to it. Why wait? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just be gone Why drag with your it bad out? self. Yep, be gone. I feel like we should do the same thing today. Like there's still people that admit to what they did. Okay, let's just. I would like to be a judge. Well, me too. Others wouldn't like it, but I would enjoy it. (laughs) Actually, I don't think I would enjoy it if we're being honest. I take that back. It would be horrible, all the stuff you'd have to listen to. and I wouldn't uh, mind being an executioner. You don't think so? You think you'd uh, be okay with that? It'd be a little weird. It'd be a little heavy. I think my first time it would be weird, but then I would want to know the history of the person Mm -hmm. and I would have my Dexter moment because there's something gratifying in, you know, fictional characters like Dexter who take care of the bad guys. Right. You know, now if it's somebody that is iffy or not, then I don't want any part of it. But that's what I was going to say. Then what are you going to do when you run into the one where you're like, eh, I don't really know. Con sick. (laughs) Not today. (laughs) Not today. I'm out. I have, 
cramps. <laughs> I'm not coming. <laughs> PMS in. and hardcore can't do it. <laughs> Be like, uh, ma'am, uh, menopause. Nope. <laughs> Shut your mouth. And now I haven't gone through menopause. Don't you dare even think it. I, I just thought it was even... funny. Okay. okay. I said nothing. You just scared me. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because I want to be an executioner. You thought I was in menopause. Uh, because you said if you were in, that you're not in menopause. So don't even think it. I didn't think it, but you said it. And then when you threatened me, it scared me. I like weird jobs. I was just thinking when I was in the Air Force, I wanted nothing more to be a drill instructor. I thought that I could would... see you being a drill instructor. Oh, I could too. 100%. 100%. Move it, bitch. Fuck <laughs> around and find out. I can totally see it. Oh, yeah. I'd be a very good drill instructor. But alas, I did not go that route. Nope. You sure didn't. I sure not fucking even didn't. Close. I took a I mean, you're a turn. boss. You're a leader and everything, but yeah, but definitely I can't, not a drill instructor. I can't be that. No, you can't. I have to be, you know, kind and caring yes. and tolerant and... Mm-hmm. It just so happens I like my staff. That makes it nice. That makes it easy, right? Yeah, my my staff's good. I enjoy my staff. Um, so they don't make me want to be a drill instructor. Right. I'm the same way. I like my people. They do what they're supposed to do. I don't have to be up their assholes, which I appreciate. <laughs> makes life easy. I actually had to ask someone to come read an email today to make sure I didn't get fired. Uh, one of those emails, huh? It was one of them. <laughs> I, I actually, I, I had to do a good job and I did, but I had to have second set of eyes on it to make sure I wasn't being a twat. We've all done it. So I'm sure I'll be doing it again one day soon myself. I'm sure it will be tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's what we got for you. A quick ending to our true crime. And we'll have a new one for you next week. We sure will. Don't know what it is yet, but I'll figure it out. (laughs) Yeah. And if you guys ever have a suggestion of something out there that's fantastic and we should talk about it, some, you know, obscure killer or case that you're aware of, let us know. Yeah. Um, Not only do we like learning, excuse me, learning and hearing about it, it could give us something to share with others. Yes. Let's share the wealth of knowledge. Sharing is caring, folks. But is it? Uh, It depends on what it is. (laughs) True. Okay. All right, everyone, you have a fantastic Wednesday. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.